Mitiora dulcis annus, hac in ara postulat. Qui dedit vel prone fangis sanguinem tortoribus, hic aduc avertit iram imminentem sonfibus. How meek the Lamb, who from the altar lifts up his voice in priestly prayer. Upon the cross, himself the offering, his arms outstretched, his blood outpoured, thorns scourging, hammer, nails and lance, he turns to mercy, grace and pardon. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So we sang last evening at Vespers, while we were yet on the threshold of this feast of reparation for offenses wrought against the most holy sacrament of the altar. A feast full of mystery a feast of dread and terror, a feast of jubilation and sweetness, a feast of prostrations and of tears, a feast of atonement and of healing. The images of today's Mass and Divine Office are so many and so rich that even the magnificent lessons read at Matins from St. Cyprian and St. John Chrysostom fell short of the mystery, the immensity of the mystery that they evoked. How dare I open my mouth today? Of what use are my poor stammerings? In the face of what the sacred liturgy gives us to contemplate today and to adore. A God delivered into the hands and into the mouths and into the bellies of men. A God who hides himself in a morsel of bread. A God who allows all the torrent of his blood to be contained in a chalice fashioned by human hands. A God who lies naked and motionless on the whiteness of a linen cloth. A God who abandons himself into the hands of a sinful man to be touched and moved and lifted up and put down again. A God who so empties himself 
of every trace of the glory that is his, that he descends into human hearts, darkened and soiled by sin, that from these hearts, as from an altar, and as once from the cross, the sound of his prayer might rise, De Profundis. And the fragrance of his offering might ascend even into the heavenly holy things, winning pardon for sin, repairing the fragmented, cleansing polluted, healing wounds long infected by sin. And this above all, repairing to his Father the adoration and praise of glory that is rightly his, that must be his, and that will be his forever. Today is also a priestly feast. It is a feast that cannot be kept without a sacrificing priest, without an altar, and without a victim. It is also a feast for priests, an immense chorus of supplication, pleading mercy, and winning pardon for those who take the victimal flesh into their hands and raise the chalice to their lips. Concerning today's feast of reparation, Mother MacTilde wrote, the church in her desolation cries, O oh, you who have some love for me, you who know all the glory that my bridegroom deserves, see and consider if there be any sorrow like unto mine. O oh, you, ministers of the Lord and friends of the bridegroom, the bride addresses these laments to you. Hasten to relieve her pain by making reparation for the affronts to Jesus Christ. Give him the glory that others would strip from him. And showing that she listened well and meditated the lessons at matins of today's office. Mother Mechtilde continues, having once shown the disorders of the children of Israel to the prophet Jeremiah, the Lord led him to the entrance of the temple. He ordered him to pierce an opening in its wall and to look upon what was going on inside. The prophet 
says that therein he saw even greater abominations. Who, alas, asks Mother Mathilde, does not grasp that this is but a figure? Who does not know that the sanctuary is the theater par excellence of the Lord's ignominies? Who does not know that alongside the priests who are perfect and truly divine, there are priests who are lukewarm and indifferent, priests who are wicked? And so the church, in calling us to reparation, begs us not to forget the outrages made against the glory of her divine spouse by his ministers. Yours it is, she says, to expiate the sins of the sanctuary. Yours it is to bear the weight of the sins of the priesthood. And Mother Mechthilde concludes, let us enter into these intentions of the church and united in spirit with what remains on earth of fervent Christians and of priests pressed by the charity of Jesus Christ. Let us strive to repair the outrages of indifference and impiety. Let us lift up the throne of the Lord and offer him the tribute of homage that by so many titles written by Mother MacTilde in the 17th century, but it could have been written yesterday. It could have been written not in France, but in Ireland. Words at once terrifying and consoling. Words that send us to the magnificent preface of the Mass that in just a moments will be intoned from the oratory. Listen well to the preface of this Mass. It is very meet and right, just and availing unto salvation that always and everywhere we should give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who is the true and eternal pontiff, the only priest who loves. Is that not extraordinary? That in the preface of this Mass, the priest himself is made to sing the only priest by whose blood the hearts of the faithful are cleansed, whom by his own institution we do immolate, not only through offerings for the sins of the people, but also for our own offenses. Mother Mechthilde 
this extraordinary preface makes it clear that today's feast and the offering of the Holy Sacrifice today is an offering of reparation Yes, for the sins of the people, but also for the sins of priests. The Feast of Reparation is not our work. It is the work of Jesus Christ. He is the only spotless priest. He is the only spotless victim. He is the only unsullied altar. All our reparation is a cleaving to his work, a submission to his merciful operations, an adoration that loses its tongue in silence, and a silence that finds its tongue in a jubilation of praise, and that, already here and now, is a foretaste of what God has prepared in heaven for those who love him on earth and adore him hidden in the most holy sacrifice.